Mesa presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam. Uh, forget Stamkos, Kucherov, and Domestikov. The best line forget in hockey. Him. The best line in hockey is Andre Vasilevsky. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you know what's funny? Yeah, I didn't put enough emphasis on how good he was in the LFR video. Like, I was so completely unbothered by that loss. The one thing about it that made me the most upset was they cut a one. They were in it the whole time. One, it was two really dumb blunders. Mm -hmm. And even with those, uh, any mortal goalie would have given up a goal or two in that game. But it was Andre Vasilevsky. I got a tweet from somebody saying... uh that I, I guess I've previously said that, that I wasn't sure Vasilevsky was good enough. I, I just didn't know. <laughs> I, I, and and well, I, heading into the season? Yeah, I don't think... Any, t- there's nobody that could have known that. And it I was... You, yeah, yeah Jesse did. did. Of no, course, well, of course, Jesse did. Uh, Elliot Friedman even mentioned it, that some of his teammates told Elliot directly that they had no idea. They didn't know he was this good. I don't, I don't think Andre Vasilevsky knew he was this good. Sergei Bobrovsky won the Vesna last year with a 9-3-1 save percentage. Vasilevsky, 33 games into the season, for him, is a 9-3-7. Like, he's almost a 9-4. According to NHL.com, he's a 9-4. A 9-4. Apparently, they've changed it back, by the way. Yeah, good. It was an error. Correct. Because <laughs> I, I got a message from somebody uh, who I believe works for NHL.com who was like, hey, Ooh. we've switched it back. <laughs> Stop ripping them every show. <laughs> <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the, the big Brother is always watching. D- d- I'm, s- I'm sorry, folks, who work there. Hey, I'm sure the people who work there... Put in good hard work. Absolutely, they do. But it's dude, the setup's awful. Apparently, it was an error. Uh, okay. It wasn't even meant to be rounded to that point anyway. It just that's what happened. they said. It okay, just fair enough. Mistakes happen. For example, the miscommunication between Freddie Anderson and Andreas Borgman oh, on the first goal. Man. Or for example, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning having a even strength power play on the second goal. There, there were three Leafs, three Lightning. <laughs> In comes another lightning. Where are the other Leafs? They're all gone. Uh, they should have been able to win that game. But I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. Okay, I'm, I'm I was encouraged ask you for about the that. back half. <coughs> I'm very excited for the back half. Tell me why. Because well, they've looked, as I've said, time and time again, fragile. Fragile. Yes, totally. But they got uh, five more games now at home that they can build off of. They get to play a lot of really good teams. And notice that I say they get to play them. Like... I like that the standard is going to be raised in the back half. Uh, their next game is against the Sharks. Uh, they got the Blues on this home stand. Uh, they got Tampa, I think, four more times this season. They got a lot of hard games, and I expect them to win a lot of them because I think they're at home more than they're away, and they get a lot of rest. Mm. They get a lot of rest. January is a little, it's a little condensed. Go look at March. They're sleeping during March. Well, that's good, though. Right before the playoffs, hopefully. I agree. <laughs> they got to keep getting... Wholeheartedly agree. Keep winning. <laughs> yeah, no, they get they get a couple crazy breaks in March. Um, so when you're heading into the playoffs, you want to be healthy, which having all those days off helps you achieve that goal. And you also want to be playing the best hockey you can be. I think you play the best hockey you can be by playing the best teams you can be. And they get to do that in the second half. Plus the Sens a couple times. Jesse? <laughs> Last year, the Leafs had the final playoff spot with 95 points. Yes. 
and they are on pace to get 96 points this year. Great. 48 times two. Yeah. Improvement. Great. Yesterday. Is that going to be enough? No, but yesterday I thought I thought the yes. projection was like oh 98. God, yeah. Had they won yesterday, it would be like, what is it now? Yeah, well, it's 41, and they've... Yeah, 40. so like I think like... I mean, whatever. <laughs> what do the Panthers have to... No. Ah, I keep getting too caught up on... Look, the Leafs are going to make the playoffs because the rest of the Atlantic sucks. That's not good enough. Because no. then I was thinking, all right, what if the Leafs make the playoffs this year and they're one and done? They don't make it out of the first round. Who's satisfied with that? Oh, I don't think anybody's satisfied with no. that. I'd be satisfied with that. No. Would you? Because they're still building. I think they are. I think we You're keep right. forgetting that. <sighs> I want one round, though. Yeah, but Win that's, a, that's a fan. You're thinking about that. Hey, they, okay, they did it last year. They got into the playoffs. Now it's time to win. Only, no. only eight teams do that. They, they should be able to beat the Bruins. They should be able to beat the Bruins, who are ahead of them right now. Mm-hmm. But like the Bruins, outside of the, like that top monster line, and Rask, who's been really good. They've gotten some good goaltending this year. That's a young team. That's a young rebuilding team. Like Charlie McAvoy, a bunch of other ones. Have you heard like, this? Well, earlier in the year, they were playing with guys who I thought were rumors. Have you heard this The stat? Bergeron, Marchand, and David Pasternak had not allowed a five-on-five goal all season until last night. <laughs> Holy not shit! Not one. Not one. Yeah, that's, and that's crazy. And that's a line where you go, yeah, that's offensive firepower from start to finish. Guess what? Offense is a really good defense. The opposite is true, but they're both true. Mm-hmm. It's like a backpack full of weights. It, you right, know? It's like course. a defense. It's like an offense full of defense. So you think... That's actually literally what it is. As Jesse said, 96 points. Do you think they, do you think they surpass 96? Because I feel yeah. like up until this point, they were on pace for more. And, you know, had they won last night, it would have been 98. Had they beaten Colorado last week and won last night or won the two games they should have won last week, I still think that they 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 allowed Vegas to stomp them. There's no reason yeah, that, that they should. They, they played very poorly. If they'd won those games or they'd taken three of four points or, or something like that, you were looking at 100 points they're on pace uh, for, right? Yeah, but they didn't do any of those things. They didn't do any of those <laughs> yeah, things. The three games in four nights, they got three out of six points. A win against Vegas would have given them... Five out of six, losing overtime, four to six, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do worse than 500. I would like to th- them to do better. Did you see Babcock's um, morning press conference before the Lightning game? No. Either of you? No? Mm-mm. His best of the season. His best of the season. You immediately got a vibe. Like Babcock might as well have said, like he's, he's running, he's panting, he's out of breath. <clears throat> heading into the thing, sweating. You'd swear he's a player who just got off the ice. I know he's a coach who just got off the ice, but he shouldn't be sweating like that. And he might as well have said, all right, yeah, well, we're not fucking around anymore. <laughs> I think that's what Freddie Gauthier is, by the way. They're done fucking around. He, there was not nearly a big enough deal made of what he said. I read, oh, so I read pre- some of those quotes. He but- basically goes... You know, I like, he was talking about how much he likes Gauthier. And he was talking about, well, in the summer we had to do some things because Gauthier got hurt. Uh, really? I could, I could have swore uh, Dominic Moore had a name, Mike. <laughs> Dominic Moore, who didn't play in the Leafs' first game of the season. Like, Babcock was not a fan of that signing at all. Uh, and this isn't even the first Lou Lamorello signing Babcock has very clearly not been a fan of. I mean, there's the Frank Corrado. <laughs> Right, of course. Signing, and granted, it's all been depth, 
but calling up uh, calling up Gote like seemed like the beginning of all right, we're done fucking around. Why did why did and, you feel like that? I don't know. I just I feel like he's because the back half the back half really started with the Tampa game, even though. Th- after that was done, it was the back half. Because, all right, it's January now. We're done screwing around. This is the second half of the season. We are a playoff team. I expect you to be a playoff team. Fucking act like it. And I, I expect, if the Leafs look like crap, uh, some things to happen. I don't know what those things are. And I also don't think they're going to play like that very often. They They found another gear last year. I expect them to find it again this year. Hmm. Well, they have more wins and more points than they did at this point last year. Yeah, um, which you know they should have. They've won a couple games <laughs> they, in the shootout. That probably helped. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah, um, but you know what? So does everyone. So now you're supposed to. Now that now the the question becomes: Does the style of play that they're playing change? Because that very clearly doesn't fit the template of the players that they have. But I, uh, it seems as though there was a lesson being taught over the course of the last 20 games. Yeah. Uh, this dump and chase stuff, the course he was low. The, awful. Um, the so shit getting to watch. T- terribly outshot, boring to watch. They are not an exciting team to watch right now. Or weren't. That Tampa game was fantastic. There was five <laughs> minutes of amazing but in there. They still couldn't play defense. Yeah, they could. They could. They made two really bad blunders. <laughs> That's going to be enough, though. You can't do that. I mean, the Borgman one was not that big of a blunder. <laughs> I was perfect, except for the twice that I wasn't. But I would say leading leading up to that point, that was fantastic hockey. Tampa was outchancing them. Yeah. It was fantastic hockey. I mean, we can also just admit that Tampa's better. You know, so yeah. That's to, not much to admit there. They are better. Yeah. Exactly. So but you, any team in the NHL could say that. Yeah. Except for yeah. Vegas. Right. It's right. Yeah. Who won eight That's in a row insane. at home? That's so insane. No, yeah. overall. Eight in a row. Oh, it's just eight in a row. They've oh, won eight in a row. At home. Those are the no, only. They've won eight in a row. Oh, just period. Oh. Yeah. But at, I mean, at home, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd wow. be surprised if it was only eight. How many aren't at they? Home is Were they like 15 longer. and two? Yeah, yeah I think they have like three <laughs> so, losses, like two regulations. So what is it, bare minimum? You have to go on like a six-game winning streak to it's have so something like <laughs> That's okay, insane. Here's how it goes. These playoffs, folks, are you ready? Vegas gets home ice. Vegas never loses at home. Vegas wins the cup. Some rich jerk bet, I bet, like 10 grand on Vegas at the beginning of the season when they were 500 to 1 odds. And they're... I, I can't math... But I imagine they're happy. Well, I mean, it would be the most successful expansion franchise, I think, since Florida, right? The Panthers. In history. Now, here's history. hoping Here's hoping they don't have the same fate as Florida. <laughs> I mean, I, they do have a, an arena in the right place, and everything seems to fall into place, and good fans, and whatever. But, like, Florida, you know, Stanley Cup Finals appearance, nothing. None. And, well, and that wasn't even that year. No. Like, this is no. the first. <laughs> yeah, what, do they have two years? Did they have two years before? Yeah, something Were they like in 92, that. 93 or something? Something like that, yeah. But that, even in two years, that's impressive. Uh, absolutely. But this is stupid. Are we, on, are we on Vegas? Are we, do, do you, you want to be on Vegas? I have, I have Vegas stats if you want Vegas stats. Sure. sure. All right. The records set by the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a long list. Bear Already? with me. Bear it's with January me. 3rd. Longest point streak by a team at any point in inaugural season. They're at 13 straight games. They're 12-0-1. That's a current streak. It is active. Longest win streak by a team at any point in their inaugural season. Eight games. 
Recorded most That's wins active. in a ca- calendar month by they're all accurate. No, active. Oh yes, there's an accurate. Like, We're fact checking you. <laughs> Us. We Is are that the case? <laughs> <laughs> Fastest team in NHL history to reach 25 wins in their first season. Fastest team to reach uh, 50 points in their first season. Latest uh, regulation game-winning goal in expansion era by team inaugural season at 59-57. That's a fun little stat. Mm-hmm. Fastest team in NHL history to reach 20 wins in their first season. First team in NHL history to win 10 of first 12 home games. Fastest team in NHL history to, to uh, reach 15 wins at 22 All right, games. I'm asleep. Fucking... You want more? <laughs> no. There's one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine, ten. 10 more NHL records that the Vegas set. You, you know what's great is, is I'm, wow. I'm really excited like for the show even more so now because I'm like, where is Jesse getting all this? No. And it's in his friggin' show prep for yeah. Tim and Sid. Yeah, yeah I got like, Tim and Sid stats now. It's, a lot of it's actually really helpful. He sends some stuff that I'm definitely going to refer to later, so How I'm excited about it. Oh, a day? Yeah. Fuck. Really? <laughs> it's, it's I bet it's a ridiculous. lot. It's like north of... 30? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I get I get close to 60 or 70 emails for BT every day. None of them involve me. But I uh, <laughs> see these are just fancy stats though. Oh yeah, that's cool. Mine are fun. <laughs> yeah, mine are like mine are like please load into cart A blah 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 blah, you know, like and then like hey, we missed the queue on that and it's like, "Oh my god, this is a, there's a lot of stuff you here." Send an email for that? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, here's the thing. We Rogers in its infinite wisdom when it when it bought the television studios at, uh, at Dundas decided to put several floors between you and the people in the control room rather putting the control room nearby and sometimes that is the case but it's it, there's also an elevator there that is constantly broken so there's no point in coming up and talking about it you have to email you have to oh like it's just instant messenger all right well i guess the, the instant messenger with 70 people cc'd on it though. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that doesn't even make sense why isn't your control room right next to the studio that is a good question <laughs> and i would ask three administrations ago of Rogers Media why they decided to do that. (laughs) I have no idea. I have two questions. The first one is for both of you. The second one is for Jesse. Um, I am always living in fear of being impolite. And so I respond to thank you for everything. See, I find that passive aggressive. It. Thank you. <laughs> passive aggressive? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying like, to express it. thanks. Oh my God, really? So should I stop? Because sometimes no, it depends I'll do, on the context. Well, sometimes like someone will post something of mine and I know more than one person worked on it, but I don't know who it was. So I'll email like the whole Sportsnet web desk. Thanks, everyone. That's fine. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, but now yeah. 30 people or something are but getting this email like, I don't give a shit. But if you're, if you're like, <laughs> Emailing somebody and going, please get me a coffee. Thank you. No! Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Can that you would imagine? be bad. Just like, emails for coffees at BT? I'm not at BT, but oh. I've seen them before. They seem, That's weird. They, they send snaps into a megaphone. They just go, get them. <laughs> no, they don't do that. They, they, have, a, they have a bell at their table. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the episode of Curb? Large milk, double sugar. Got it. <laughs> yeah. do, you uh, watch, do you watch Curb? Your enthusiasm? Uh, I have seen some. Where Larry David builds the restaurant that everybody has bells at their desk, at their table? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's terrible. It's but that sounds perfect. Um, the second question, sorry, that was for Jesse. How were your first two days, sir? Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's fun. Fun thing that happened today. There was an error in something I tweeted out. Oh, oh shit. Spelling good. mistake. I was so worried about uh, spelling Jonathan Marshall. 
name, last name correctly, that I forgot an A in Jonathan, which was just... Oh! <laughs> I was like, yes, I got Martian so right, and then I didn't even look at... I just Stupid Joe Nathan. Jonathan. Uh, so I deleted it. As you should have. Did you get, did you get Shame. aggressively corrected Shame. by Tim and Yeah, I, I bet you did. I did get they are the, the man. <laughs> Sports fans are <laughs> fucking tough, man. It's so brutal. It's like <laughs> that scene in The Lion King where Simba stares up at the hill and all of a sudden thousands of wildebeests come over the hill charging at him in a stampede. When you make a spelling mistake, you are Simba. You're absolutely right. And Twitter is the wildebeest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they're all yelling, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Just a bunch of wildebeest with actually printed up, like shaved into the side. (laughs) Oh no, it's the actually beast. (laughs) 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 Spelling mistakes are something so simple, but people care so much about them. It's weird. And it happens all the time. (laughs) By the way, I'm glad. Are you sure? Wait, did you actually mean Jonathan? <laughs> did you really mean Jonathan? You know, you know, I can't tell you who you're talking about because the last name spelled correctly, but the first name's the one that's really throwing me. I'm so confused! I don't get it! Explain! Am I to be absorbing information about Jonathan Marchessault? Or Jonathan Marchessault, who I think you're referring to Yes. Here. Who, by the way, signed a very nice contract today. Yes. He did. Uh, so That's not bad him. on the average there, but uh, the, the year breakdown, according to uh, Pierre Lebrun, is seven, seven million in the first year, six in the second, five in the next two, and then 3.5 and 3.5. Great, 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 great. And he has already has more assists this season in 35 games than he did all last season in 75. Holy mackerel. And he is on pace to beat his uh, goals from last year as well. So he had 51 points last year. This guy is going to be well in the 60-point range. Yeah, and he's in the middle of his prime. Uh, by the time the contract's done, he'll, you know, the sun will probably be setting. So is the salary. Sounds about right to me. What gets me is that he played a few games for the Tampa Bay Lightning and even went into the playoffs with them yep. a couple years ago. What happened? I don't know. It's funny. Like, can you imagine? Okay, the Tampa Bay Lightning are as good as they are. And Jonathan Marsh or so. I know. I know. But I just, I don't... Like, is it... He probably would have been buried. Everyone likes to think that a team... Like, it's funny. We yell and scream about, you know, guys like, you know, Matt Martin and Leo Komarov and stuff like that. We all think that teams are capable of throwing out four first lines. It's simply not possible. Like, I've had a lot of people tweet me recently, like, should the Leafs call up Ben Smith? I mean, after all, he is the team's, he is the Marley's leading goal and point scorer. It's like, are you aware of Byron Frey's? Have you met Mike Zygamanis? Like, that's... TJ Brennan. Yes! Like, that's, that's not quite how it works. Um, so, would Marcheseau have succeeded as, like, a shutdown guy? I don't know. Um, I saw some chatter today about, like, you know, yet another small guy. Another small guy who went overlooked. But Justin Bourne was quick to correct. Like during the playoffs, I th- I think there was a game or two where Marcheseau was in the Tampa lineup and Drew Ann was scratched. So Tampa, it sounds like, just didn't have room for him and missed out. Florida <laughs> is the team that screwed up. Yeah, boy, did they ever. Yeah, I don't. I would love to go back and look at what Florida's overall picture was because I'm really trying to understand how they managed to lose Marcheseau, Riley, and a fourth. What? Wouldn't you want to say that 
not just in that particular moment, but all of last season with Florida. Oh, what's going on with Florida? Like it was a, it was. You I mean, how everyone's so mum on the fact that they suck. Oh, but they're getting better. They got Dale Talon. Everyone's best friend. Everyone's everyone's golf buddy. What I read today is everyone's that they're getting text better. Everyone's pal is back. Everyone's text. <laughs> okay, what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting <laughs> that everyone in their last friend five. got his job back, and they're happy that their friend got his job but back. But they're four and one in their last five, Steve. Oh, you bet. Yeah, I mean they still sit. James Reimer, their number one, second, their first, second, and third star. James Reimer, damn it. Yes. <laughs> yes so are, are, you, are you suggesting that because Dale Talon is media friendly mm-hmm. and may or may not have a pre-existing relationship with certain people that people aren't really pointing out the fact that Florida is again underperforming itself? I don't recall saying that. I don't recall saying that at all. What is what is this you're looking at? That's here, their protected and some of their unprotected lift from the sp- past expansion draft. Okay, so they had protected Alexander Barkov. Makes Nick, sense. Yep, Nick Bugstad, Jonathan Huberdo, Vincent Trocheck, Aaron Ekblad, Keith Yandel. You know, I gotta say, Florida was in a really unfortunate position because at least four of those names are guys who I w- thought would have been young enough mm-hmm. to be protected. How the hell is Ekblad? A guy that you had to pick up. Apparently. Sorry. Alexander Barkov, Nick Bugstad, Jonathan Huberto, Vincent Trocek, Aaron Ekblad, Keith Yandel. I wonder if they regret that. Mark Pissick, Alex Petrovic. I wonder if they regret that. And James Reimer. Where is Keith Yandel? Oh, yeah. No, he's doing great. He's like fifth in team scoring. Oh, is he? Yeah. Vincent Trocek is leading the team. In the summer, uh, I think there were rumors about him getting dealt or something. That leaves Jonathan Marchessault, UC Jokinen, Riley Smith, Derek McKenzie, Colton Sevier, Jason Demers, and Roberto Luongo as the odd ones out. Well, here's the thing. Nick Bukestad is not having a great year. He's only got 20 points. So, of the names on that list, maybe Nick Bukestad? Like, who do you switch out? Yeah. That's the tough tough. part. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I'm trying to figure out. No, eh. Who do you switch? I don't. I don't blame him for having Bugstad there. What, what's confusing to me? Again, they lost Marcheso, Riley Smith, and a fourth. They didn't have to lose even Riley though, Smith. Yeah, even though it would have been bad to lose Jonathan Marcheso. Yeah. I think they wanted to lose Riley Smith's contract and didn't have a choice but to lose Jonathan Marcheso. They did. So why not? Could you not maybe sweeten the pot hmm. to like maybe have it be Riley Smith and a higher pick? Why but did they also, have to do that? Look anyway. at what Riley Smith is doing. Yeah. He's a little overpaid, or was. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it, it, I'm sure it helps that he's on a wicked team, but he's yeah. also part of the wicked team. But yeah. they couldn't have just said, take one guy, and that's it? I'm not understanding that. Like, you, they yeah. wouldn't have wanted Jason Demers. They were loading up on D. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. The, the answer to this question, I think, uh, I think Dale Talon knows the answer. I think uh, George McPhee knows the answer. Maybe a few reporters know the answer and just won't say it. Um, I'd be fascinated to know how the hell that came about. How do you hand Vegas most of a two thirds of a really good line and a pick? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! It's true. They still shouldn't be this good. I don't care. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's so dumb. If Jonathan Marcheseau was a Florida Panther right now and he had the exact same stats, 
he would be leading the team along with Vincent Trocek and Jonathan Huberdeau in points. This life's not be, fair. He would be uh, tied for first in goals and, uh, yeah, tied for first in assists as well. So the, Trocek and Marcheseau have the exact same numbers. Is that good? It's pretty good, I would think. I don't know if that's good. There is one more thing I want to do. His plus minus is better. It's 13. Trocek's mm. minus three. Bad player. Mm. Bad player. You're right. Bad player. Uh, what do we got here? How do I... Like, this is dumb. Why can't I get to that? What? Nobody Sorry. knows what you're talking about. I'm this. trying to get to shooting percentage on Start the Vegas with Golden Knights Start with site. that. Start right. with that. Hey, Thanks. I'm trying to get to shooting. Am I and I can't figure out the website right now. Am I failing first year? Broadcasting? All I'm saying yeah. is that you know it would be good if we if if people had context. That's you the key. You can also ask me to look it up so you guys can talk. Yeah, uh, here the we podcast doesn't go to shit. Where we got here? Computer. You know what's funny? I was I was trying to look up the Vegas uh, shooting percentages. We had no for, idea. What? Did you? Were you? I believe I was mid. I, I believe you didn't even tell us. I think I was mid. <laughs> I think, I think I was about to explain the rest of that. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't feel like it. Is, know, no, important. Steve, tell us what's funny. <laughs> Please tell us what's funny. John Mulaney. Very funny comedian. I enjoy his demeanor, mm -hmm. his presentation, and his material. I like John Mulaney. Good for John Mulaney. That's what's funny. Continue. Well, you were going somewhere with the shooting percentage. So no. What, did, what point did you want to make? So you're not uh, going to make... No, John Mulaney was talking about it in his special. Shooting percentage? Yep. Steve, what the, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> where I'm, where, I'm, where no, is this I'm going? I'm refusing to talk about it. I'm, no. Okay. I'm not talking about it. Well, it is... <sighs> Thanks, Jesse. Okay. <clears throat> so I wanted to talk about guys who had unsustainable shooting percentages on Vegas. They're not all that bad. What are you doing? Oh, okay. You gotta be on the Low camera. Morals. Why is... <sighs> Sorry, go I ahead. I feel like a child right now. Okay, William Carlson, in 38 games, is shooting 26.3%. Wow, okay. So that... <laughs> so that is going to torpedo. Mm -hmm. But he's still got 20 goals already, so... That's gonna, like, half. <laughs> like... All right, so then he gets 30 goals this year. Right, he, exactly. <laughs> that's He'll not, still get 30 that's goals. That's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> no. Halla is at 17.7. .7. Uh, David Perron is at 16.4. James Neal is at 16. We expect James Neal to be, right? 16? 15? That's still... The line? Anything above 15 is pretty high. Okay. For James Neal, eh, maybe not. Then you got like Oscar Lindbergh shooting 13.5%, although... He hasn't taken that many shots. Marcheseau is at 12.1. So, like, that's a good bet. <laughs> God. Why? Why is this team, A, currently a contender, and B, going to be a contender forever? They're going to be. They're going to be. They've already extended two guys. They were very good extensions. Braden McNabb and John. Yeah, they're Marcheseau. not selling. I mean, they're... They have 28 picks over the next three drafts, and, and 10 of them are in the first two rounds. I think Mark Andre Fleury is nine zero and one on the season. Oh my god, dude! Remember, like, remember, dumb. remember when Vegas got Mark Andre Fleury for less than free? They got yeah. him for less than free because they got a second rounder as well. Why did they get a second rounder again? I think it was so that they wouldn't claim Matt Murray, or I don't even remember oh, exactly yeah. why, because... Why would Matt Murray be the... <clears throat> well, this was the thing. Wasn't the whole thing about Flurry that he waived his no-move clause so that they could protect Murray? And Yeah. So why? Why? 
Why? I don't know. Can we look that up? I want to know why. Was it just... I forgot that. Rutherford deciding I'm a good guy? I'm a good guy. Here's the second. He's eight one and one. Sorry. Oh, Jesse. What a... What <laughs> Actually, a here come the... <laughs> what is, Tell me about Marc-Andre Fleur. But his save percentage. I need to know. Do you want me to read it out? Please do. Please do. Nine. That's it, because NHL.com. No! Oh. Oh. It actually went down to one decimal place. There was, there was too much buildup. He's a 9-4-3. Wow. He's better than Vasilevsky. <laughs> In far fewer games. That's... What um, the f- What was I looking at before? Oh. Yeah, why that second round pick was thrown that way. Hey, um, you know, the thing about Vegas that nobody's talking about is the guy with the best shooting percentage, which is Vadim Shipachov. You know, yes. it's 33% shooting, and they let him go Remember for nothing. Remember when we scolded them? Well, yeah. I mean, hey, man, sometimes you win some, you lose some. Vasilevsky and Shipachov. Uh, still, I think they could have handled the Shipachov situation better. I still he, think they could have. He couldn't make the second best team in the league. Tough, tough to make. Tough shit for him. Yeah, yeah. true. Good point. They're too good. <laughs> it's the stupidest shit. It's the stupid. Okay, would you rather have Shipachov or Carlson? Uh, obviously Shipachov. Nope. <laughs> wrong. Guess wrong. And Eric Hollis. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wrong. Belmar. Wrong again, apparently. Right. Seriously. <laughs> it's crazy. No. Um, so, Marc-Andre Fleury had a no-movement clause, and he needed to waive it so that Vegas could select him in the expansion draft. But why and was the second round, That still round doesn't explain though. why Pittsburgh was just like, here you go. Is like, that, did else? that really happen? Yeah, Are you sure? That, yes. I, that must have slipped it, under my right. I do not a remember second that. Second rounder in 2020. Second rounder in 2020. I don't know why. Maybe Cap Friendly that. has it. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't remember directions to anywhere. And I you remember, remember that. that. Okay. Well, <laughs> while Jesse's looking that up. Like, I want to know who they left exposed that was worth that. I don't get what it. What page needs to load? I don't get it. Da da da. da. A deal, so it says, according to Pierre Lebrun of TSN, don't know what that is. The Athletic, I think. According to Pierre Lebrun. He is of The Athletic. Of the Steve Dangle Times. (laughs) He works for you now. (laughs) Does. It also looks like the Penguins are sending a draft pick to the Golden Knights. A deal made to persuade George McPhee to take Flurry. Wait, 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 wait. What? So there were other guys on the Penguins who they had exposed, and they didn't want Vegas to take them. who they want because Vegas didn't really need to take Flurry because his giant contract. So right, but who are the other guys? Let's see. So um, like Flurry was that big of a cap dump? Yeah, I think uh, Connor Sheary was on that list. Justin Schultz. Justin Schultz, seriously? Yeah. So um, I yeah, guess they had like, a lot of must protects: Latang, yeah, like, Kessel, Malkin, Crosby down the list. They, didn't have, they had all those other guys exposed, so they sent the second round pick so that McPhee would take. Oh. Uh, uh, huh. Yeah, I guess. Because remember all of the goalies that were available? And we were like, they could just take six goalies and yeah. trade them. So they didn't really need to take Flurry in a giant contract. And like they had Mrazic available to them. They had, yeah, they had a few. Yeah. And it didn't, they didn't take him. But like. McPhee named his price. But like, mm-hmm. you're going to take Marco Andre Flurry yeah, either freaking no. way <laughs> over Justin Schultz? Yes. Absolutely. Dude, I can, no, Justin Schultz. Three time Stanley Cup winning goaltender Marc Andre Fleury? You're not, you're going to take for my Justin Schultz. team. Yeah, I'm Dude, taking them. When, okay. Because I can trade them. We were thinking about this team. Well, that's the only reason, really. Bingo. Because I was just thinking, 
we were just thinking, I thought, heading into Vegas becoming a team, mm-hmm. they start young and shitty. Yeah. And they get great. A little but bit now, older and unshitty. Now they'll now they'll start great and end up great. Yeah. <laughs> All these picks. It's unbelievable. Here's, All these guys have already picked. Here's the list of guys who were uh, exposed. So Justin Schultz was protected. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exposed guys were Haglin, Russ, Benino, Cullen, Kunitz, Scott Wilson, uh, Josh Archibald. Here, no, let's go through that slowly. Let's okay. go. Yeah, let's go through that slowly. So Carl Haglin. Okay, he's on their team, having an off year. Brian Rust. He's on their team. Nick Benino. He was a free agent. Left to Nashville as a free agent. Impending UFA. Matt Cullen, also impending UFA. And also 40. Chris Kunitz. Free agent. Scott Wilson. Uh, Traded to Detroit for... Riley Sheehan. Riley Sheehan. Tom Kuhnhackle. Is a depth player. Josh Archibald. Uh, He's uh, on the Coyotes now for some reason. Yes. I uh, I think a minor minor trade. Ian Cole. Who is, who is on the trading traded. Trevor Daly, UFA. Who left Who's for Detroit. Ron Hainsey. Who left for Toronto. Uh, Mark Streit. Who, who was left for Montreal, Montreal and, then and then retired. Left. He just left. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Carrado. Who is still in Pittsburgh. apparently. Uh, oh, that's right. No, he gets called he plays, up sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim Erickson. I, don't, I, th- I feel like Tim Erickson never actually existed. He was just... And Stuart Percy. Who is now on Rochester. What? Why did Pittsburgh do that? But they sent a second round pick to make sure. <gasps> Why did Pittsburgh do that? As Yo. just the cap dump? So they no one wanted him? No one. Yo. I don't think I believe that. Is that is the most Ooh. badass shit it's... that has happened in the NHL ever. Loki. George McPhee called and said, I'm not taking Flurry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's how it went. Yeah. George McPhee is a bad motherfucker right there. He is? Wow. He's not on some rookie GM either. That's no. Jim Rutherford. I was, you know what's funny? I was just about to say, I was just about to say, you're telling me Arizona wouldn't have taken Marc-Andre Fleury. Would have for sure. But, Ari- but he had a no-move clause. The yeah. whole thing. Why do I want to go to Arizona for? At least Vegas has the promise of one day they might be good. Mm-hmm. And, or, yeah, and, he, and if they're bad, he can, he can live there and then leave. But At he least won't. Vegas won't is allowed now. to spend money. So it's kind of crazy <sighs> how might. we're working back towards how the hell did Vegas get this good? Yeah. Oh, wait. McPhee kind of fucked over a couple of teams. Man. And the thing is, in the draft. And he made so He made He could have done better. better. We he could have so been way better. Post draft. Griffin Reinhardt? <laughs> He's. Great. Isn't but, he with the Sabres again? Or Sabres no, now? No, Sam. Oh, it's Sam. Or, oh, did he get claimed? No, I don't, I don't know. know where Griffin Reinhardt he is. He might have got claimed. No, no, it was Sam Reinhardt. It's not even good. <laughs> like, I feel like they were, t- were playing together for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's Griffin Reinhardt. Dude. I Wow. I plan on doing a big how the hell is Vegas good piece. And also, I want to I wanna go back in time and figure out how all these teams, like Nate Schmidt, yeah, man. But it was him or Grubauer. I'm taking Nate Schmidt on that one. Your backup goalie, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, Grubauer is awesome, but I would take Nate Schmidt just because he's a young defenseman, really in demand. And based on what we thought at the time, they weren't going to be a good team, so he's easy, easy to flip for picks. But at the end of the day, okay, so who? what were you allowed to protect again? It was seven forwards, three defense, and... 
or eight guys overall, or and, something. Yeah. And a goal. So like, right. like yeah. Nashville had to protect four D. So, but Nashville, I think, was one of like half a dozen, maybe teams that had to do that. So ultimately, as smart as George McPhee may or may not be, looks like maybe, as smart as he is, Vegas should have been a team built out of every other team's eighth or ninth best forward. And third or fourth best. Fourth or third best defender. And second goalie. And second goalie! With the exception of one guy who they got a second for as well! (laughs) Why are they good at all? They should stink! But McPhee... Ripped off the entire league. Everyone. Every single one. How did he pull it off? Are there any advanced metrics saying that this is a Colorado avalanche of a few years ago? Oh, like, uh, are they riding a high PDO yes. or something? Uh, I don't uh, know. Here, Jesse, can you just look up, like, 2017-18 PDO or something? Like, I think they're, I think they have a high one, I, I, but I believe their possession is decent. And Gerard Gallant's a great coach. We know that. Gerard Gallant's a great coach. <laughs> so that's the other thing Florida lost. They lost two players, a fourth-round pick, and a coach. Like, is he a great coach or just a good coach? Like, there's, like, why wasn't Florida this good at the beginning of last year? Surely, surely on paper. Maybe they just had an off start. Like, Man, like look at the, Todd, look at poor Todd Richards in Columbus. <laughs> oh, like how bad does he feel? Bobrovsky has a terrible year or has a terrible start. Now? I have no idea. And then Tortorella comes in, and and then Bobrovsky plays like Bobrovsky again. Magic. Plays like the Vesner. Magic. Yeah, Bobrovsky had the worst stretch of his entire career. Forget when he was like a backup in Philly. <laughs> worst stretch of his entire career. Tortorella comes. Oh, I feel better. <laughs> oh man, it's insane. Poor That's guy. insane. Well, he was like a, he was like an eight. He was like an eight five. I'd Holy. like to know. Like it's like I feel bad for Peter Horacek when he was coaching the Leafs. This is a former Leafs head coach. Where is he? Want to say he's he's in an organization somewhere. I feel like a year after he got fired, someone did like a retrospective on him, and they caught up with him, and he was like, "Yeah, that was rough." He is a pro scout for the New Jersey Devils. Ooh, hey, he works for the Devils along with friend of the show Rachel Dory. That's correct. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. That is crazy. Congratulations, to Rachel. By the way, yes. What is early, her early? Early? What is she? Twenty one. She's twenty one, and is now a scout. Advanced stats doing uh, what's video. These? It is video. I think she's wor- here. So you could you could probably find it on Twitter. Yeah, but, I know. No, I just no, have in front Rachel Dory. She I met I uh, met her for coffee in uh, the food court of CBC a few years ago because I don't know she just wanted to chat and I think she was already doing some work for an OHL team at the time. She was 19. 19. So like the junior players. On the team she was working for, were her age, <laughs> and it's two and a half years later. Whatever she's working for the New Jersey. Devils. You know, there's some people that just when they, they they just have it. She just has it. Yeah, like there's some stuff we, we were DMing back and forth, and there's some stuff she told me about the Leafs. That she's like, "Well, this and this and this, all of it happened." I was like, "Okay, wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty good." And that's just by watching. Yeah, like she wasn't even part of the organization. Yeah, the, you know? amazing. The last place team in PDO for this season is the Arizona Vegas Goldman. No, <laughs> Arizona Coyotes at ninety six point six. Oh, okay. Gosh darn, that's terrible. Right in the middle of the pack, Chicago. That's uh, not 15th, good for them. Fifteenth, their PDO is one hundred 
Right, so it's bang average, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fourth place, the Toronto Maple Leafs at 101.9. Eep. First place, 103.8, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Where do you think Vegas sits? Second. Tenth. Fifth. Okay. That's pretty good. 101.8. So they might be for real? But, well, I mean, 101? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not redonkulous. No. That's not crazy over the top. So wait a second, so Rachel's doing... Sorry. What Justin Bourne did for the Marlies, Rachel will be doing that, correct? Uh, oh, oh here it is. I don't know specifically. Happy to announce that I'm joining the New Jersey Devil uh, Hockey Operations Department as an analyst player information video. So I thought player information might mean scouting, but I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what that means, well, man. video scouting. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just not, like, I'm just not into that. No. I just don't well, even know. Like, for example, Justin Bourne's job wasn't just to be like... You're this just... button means record. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, a former pro hockey player. So he got to go through the video and be like, here are the tendencies. And, oh, we're about to play a team that has like the first ranked power play in the league. Let's go through the video and watch that stuff. So that's what Rachel's doing. That's pretty cool. That's really it's extremely cool. cool. And Good I saw her. I saw some stuff, you know, you know, Lady Dubas and all that. No, Kyle Dubas can't hold a candle to that. He, he was GM of the Sudbury Wolves at 25 I mean, Rachel's got four years. <laughs> she's she's already working for an NHL team. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. Congrats to her, man. She's probably listening. I hope so. Hey, Rachel. Congratulations. Hello. Rachel. Um, okay, so let's let's move on to Edmonton, and this one comes via our friend Jesse Blake, friend of the show, Jesse Blake. Um, Edmonton. How old is he? Edmonton is has the worst penalty killing in the league. I told you. I didn't know it was this bad. They lost their uh they've lost four in a row. Jesse, can you look up who played on the Oilers penalty kill last year and this year? Okay. Please. Like just time on ice. Sorry, yes, Adam. The Oilers penalty kill sits at 70.8%. No. It is worse. No. Here's where it gets scary. Three out of every ten go in. Here's here's where it gets truly scary. The Oilers' PK unit has an efficiency rate of 55.6% on home ice. What so does at that home, mean? half the goals go in. What does that mean? No! The Toronto Maple Leafs have, what? Refer- have posted the You're worst... You're making that up! Jesse, you, you sent that has to be wrong. The Toronto Maple Leafs have these up. Yeah. That's yeah. wrong. The <laughs> half! 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 The 0809 Leafs posted the worst ever home PK. Of course, the 0809 Leafs did. Yeah. Uh, worst ever home ice PK number with a mark of 69.4. We are 40 games the in. The opposite of nice. But that is almost, that's, what I mean, that's, that's a full 15 points ahead. Oh my holy goodness. Wow. Make Both of the. All of those numbers are staggering. McDavid is pointless for a third straight game with, for the first time in his career. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Who cares? That's back to the penalty. Yeah, kill. that to me is an uh, uh, that's uh, when it rains it pours yeah. kind of stat. I mean, eventually you're going to go three games without scoring a freaking point. Oils. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sidney Crosby has gone on longer uh, pointless streaks than that, and then won the scoring race and hearts. <laughs> You know, uh, see, this is where I wish Rachel didn't work for New Jersey anymore because because then I could be like, hey, um, seeing this, what do you think? And then she'd be like, well, there's reasons for this, and that's. It's this- funny. I was actually, I was about to ask her to come on the show, and I told her this. I was about to ask her, and then she's like, well, you're gonna have to go through the devils. <laughs> <laughs> what a power move! Sorry, you're gonna have to request an interview yeah. with my NHL team. You got big oh, timed. 
You got All big right. time, buddy. So that's real. That is that is that's Who'd so bad. Lose? Like, you want the uh, you want the shorthanded time on ice times? Yes, please. All right. So last year or this? We can start. We can start with last year. Cool. Do, do, do. Actually, mm, yeah. Start with last year. Yeah. Okay. Fine. At uh, the top of the list, Chris Russell, two minutes, uh, 18 seconds. Sure. Average. Mark Letestu came second. Is he still on the team? I think he is. Okay. Andre Sakara, mm-hmm. third. Who was uh, not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be out. I'm sorry, but that's not responsible for. No, that's something. Uh, Anton Launder, 153. In really? fourth place. Yep. Okay, he's gone. Uh, the Nuge, fifth. Clefbaum okay. in sixth. Adam Larson in seven. Matt Hendricks, eight. Wait a second. They lost Hendricks. Isn't Adam Larson the defensive specialist? Uh, I think he's just a good all-around D. He's, he's not like... Uh, Why is he not higher? That's weird. So there you're, that's your top eight. Was okay. he hurt? He might have been. I don't know. So that's your top eight from last year. This year. What is, is that average time on ice or total? Average. Uh, average. Okay, so that's... Huh. Average time on ice. That's weird. Okay. Anton Lander. Season, throughout the whole season. It's really This weird. year, number one is Adam Larson. Okay. Number two. <laughs> so I guess not. I guess he's not a defensive specialist. I, I don't know. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> two, Darnell Nurse. Three, Clef Baum. Four, Brandon Davidson. Five, Mark Letestu. Six, Chris Russell. Seven, The Nuge. Eight, Zach Cassian. Why'd they, uh, why'd they dock Chris Robert? Russell so much? I don't know. First to sixth. He seemed to be... Well, I mean, he was at two eighteen. Now he's at one fifty. What I would like to know is where the Oilers' penalty kill finished last season in terms of what. Yeah, was it still bad? No, I think I think I Couldn't saw the seventeenth. I think I saw the same prep Jesse sent. That's crazy. Was it seventeenth last year? Yeah, which is still back yeah, half. Should be on but that on that list. That's there, pretty average. One, that's not costing you a playoff spot or anything. No. Holy shit! Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. That's you know what? That's mental. Like, I mean... That can't last, either. That no. will never... It, like, it just would not... Like, it's going up. It's like how you... It's like last year... Uh, I mean, there were the Leafs were doing things wrong that led to them coughing up leads. Yes. But you saw it in their eyes. Like, they were all... You know, they get up 3-1, 4-1 on a team... And it's like, oh my god, we should probably stop scoring goals because now we gotta, oh god! <laughs> and they would just freak out and lose. It's like a dog that caught a squirrel. I don't know what to do I with it. I don't this. know what to do with it. And you were right about 17th. Okay. So that's... Good memory. I try. Don't remember directions. Um, how... Like, is it... It has to be when the Oilers take a penalty, they're like, oh shit. Like, we're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. We can't do this. Yeah. Yeah, could be, for sure. Mental How? thing. How? How do you allow yeah. half of your home uh, penalty kills against? You know what else is interesting about that? A guy I would have thought would, and I think they probably signed him for this reason, but they have since traded him as UC Okanen. I would have thought he would have been one of their penalty killers. Is he uh, typically he, a PK? I, I would have thought so. He's got some foot speed, but maybe not. They are wrong. There's another reason, yet another reason, why if... If you're the Oilers, give the Leafs a little ring about Sash. Give him a ring. Give him a, hell at this point. Give him we'll a call take, about Dominic Moore. We'll take like, <laughs> Oscar Clefbaum. Yeah. No, but yeah, Dominic Moore would make sense. You can give up nothing to get him. Just offer to leave something for Moore and Sash. See what they say. 
See what they say. Just get a whole new Darnell nurse. Get a whole new PK unit for free. Yeah. Well, not for free. Sasha be good for you. Know them. what I mean? Overnight. Well, <coughs> I think he solves a couple problems for them, but that's bizarre because I feel I genuinely feel like that's not that bad of a team anymore. <coughs> like, or were they ever that bad of a team? Well, I mean, we yelled and screamed about them like they were, but I mean, they had. You know what? They had obvious holes. Mm-hmm. But that's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's nuts. They're barely different from last year. Also, when did Sakara get hurt? Because playoffs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they knew they were going to be without Sakara heading into this season. And if he's that big a part of your team, which it sounds like he was only part of their second unit, shouldn't you have prepared a little bit better? Like again with the Oilers, they can't just be Sakara. Come on. No, it can't. Not one player. One player cannot make. If a if that a player is making that much of a difference, then you don't have depth, and you have a problem. How many, like, how many final four teams over the past few years is Andre Sakara on the top pair of? You know what I mean? That's a good player. That's a great defenseman. Mm-hmm. But come on, I don't. I think it's mental. I think it's mental. That or I don't know. Would they get a new coach? New assistant coach, and he sucks. I don't know. That's brutal. <laughs> um, That's unbelievable. Fifth half. Half. Stop that right now. That's uh, insane. The Montreal Canadiens have lost five straight games after going on a bit of a surge. Shea Weber unlikely to return before the All Star break. Is it Ooh. is it time to just pack it in? Ooh, more like patch it in. Ah, you see, because he's on the trade block, patch ready. What is it going to take to fire Mark Bergevin? What's it going to take? I mean, you just got an extension. You got now. You got to pay him. Does, Wait, uh, when did he get it? Didn't he recently get one within the last year and a half? He's extended till twenty twenty two. Man, Ooh. does uh, Trump still have control of the nuclear weapons? Because apparently maybe, there's a big button on his desk. Maybe when the world explodes, then he'll be fired. Because the world won't exist and yeah. we're the NHL. Do you mean fired or die in fire? <laughs> well, this got dark. <laughs> it's a joke, everybody. <laughs> Please don't really come after me on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, when we're all dead, every team will be 500. True. Every team will be on the parody in the league will be outstanding. Gary Bedman will be so happy. So happy. So happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's Gary, what do you think? Uh, we don't want to get involved politically. <laughs> yeah. Gary, what do you think of nuclear war? Uh, I mean, uh, the league doesn't have an official stance <laughs> on nuclear money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it going to make us money? Somebody asked Ken King. Um, oh. Elliot Friedman has called the heat around. He, he did this, said this on Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver. Elliot Friedman called the heat around Pittsburgh trade rumors somewhat like being near the center of the earth, as in they are hot, hot, hot. Jim Rutherford wants to add a center and a winger. He wants to add he wants scoring. To add. He wants to add. He wants to add big time. Mike Hoffman is a name that's being thrown out there. Oh! He's got two years left. Bax Pacioretty, who's got one. Come on now! Evander Kane, who is a rental. Whoa! Year. Who's your sleeper? That is every big name forward available, isn't it? Those are the three. Those are the three biggest ones that I can think of. Like, outside of Nuge. Like, Nuge is the only guy you're missing from all the... The, the hot take names. And that's Friedman! Holy shit! Sorry, what were you saying? Well, um, who's your sleeper? Who's the guy that's not on that list that you go, hmm, they get moved? Like, I mean, you mentioned Sash and Dominic Moore, but those are guys that are like, they're depth guys. 
Is there a sleeper on that list? Nooch. But I don't I don't move Nooch. Why you move Nooch? Then you no. have to put Dry Saddle at center. You should do it anyway. Um I don't know why you don't run your top three lines, McDavid, Dry Saddle, Nooch. Uh, and you just run show all day. Because they don't they want to give the rest of the league a breather. So, so next year they can come back and hit us really hard. Pittsburgh Penguins. When they get Rasmus Dolan. <laughs> With Dalene. Dalene. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins fans have been on me for months now about wanting Tyler Bozak for some reason. It's not going to happen. It, I mean, it could, I Why suppose. would we give an Eastern Conference team one of our top three centers? I, I don't know. I, well, it would have to be a really good return. What does Pittsburgh have to offer? Great question. Chris so, Letang. Undo the Kessel deal. Daniel Sprung. Jimmy. No. <laughs> uh, look. Like, undo the Kessel train. Just undo it. You have to give Phil back. <laughs> Phil and Austin Straight and William up. Nylander. <laughs> Bozak for Kessel. Oh. <laughs> and then we would have to, uh, we would all be pallbearers for irony. Yes. Because irony would be dead that day. Um, no, uh, Babcock recently said when talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, they have too many centers. And you want to have too many centers. Like, how hilarious is it that Tampa has Tyler Johnson playing the wing for fun? <laughs> for fun. It's crazy. For funsies. Um, given that that is his mantra, I don't see the Leafs trading Bozak. I mean, unless they were to get a center in return, but mm-hmm. how does that help Pittsburgh at all? So, uh, it's not going to be the Leafs. Um, you would think that they would want a center before a winger, unless it's one of the big fish. So who's a sleeper? Duclair? That could be good. I mean... They have a good There's a guy that could use a change of scenery and, yeah, and they have a good relationship with John Chica. I think they just made a move with him. Um, is there a spare part in Vegas? But that doesn't really solve much, does it? Oh boy. Oh boy. Are there many sleepers? Who's available on Buffalo? Well, Kane. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, that that, that can't be it in Buffalo. Like, what if and there's no way Pittsburgh could there's afford this. There's not a this. lot in Buffalo. What if Buffalo could unload one of those onerous contracts, i.e. Kyle Ocposo or, or uh, Ryan O'Reilly? Now, I don't mean to say that those oh players God, are Penguins. not worth the no. money. No, the Penguins aren't allowed to get Ryan O'Reilly, no. But they have seven, it's, he's $7.5 million. There's no way yeah, they're they going to get him. They can't afford him. Letang. Oh, man, Buffalo needs D. Badly. Sweeten that pot a little bit? Whoa! That could work. I think it could work. It the money's almost even. And but it, like, here's the thing. Buffalo oh! need but I, I hate to say this, <laughs> but Buffalo, whether it wants to or not, has to continue rebuilding. Oh because Crystal they're already in last. Three cups. Why would you do that to him? That's so mean. That's so mean. Okay, then he gets to play <clears throat> with Rasmus Dolan tomorrow or tomorrow, tomorrow next year. Oh, there you go. That's the first top pairing is Rasmus Dolan and Crystal Tang. Holy shit. And then you got and Rasmus. Buffalo's different overnight. And Rasmus Ristolainen is now your your second guy. And then you can. Don't mind that. I too mean, much. like, I, I don't know. Josh Georges. No. Uh, boy, I don't know who else Buffalo really has, but that's a start. That's a start. Hmm. Hmm. That could be very interesting. Okay, because you've got... You just blow the doors off. Latang and a first and a conditional third for O'Reilly and Kane. No, that would never happen. Yeah, because they've got... Okay. Or would it? They've got Marco Scandella and Rasmus Ristolainen as their top two. 
Don't tell me Latang and, yeah, and Dalton. And we're gonna we're saying Rasmus Dalton, but well, Buffalo's problem is they can't score goals. Dude, they don't even. Last I checked, they don't even have ninety goals yet. I think almost every other team in the league has at least a hundred. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's rough. They're That's rough. Bad. Well, the, so I just wondered about that that situation. Like, who you sleeper? I would a, and I wonder too, Evander Kane. Where does he end up? Well, Vancouver's always the rumor, but they're going to be unloading. What's Sam Gagne up to? He is in Vancouver. Yeah. I haven't heard much of anything about him this season. Is he just having an off season? Is he injured? What's going on there? Uh, well, he's got 18 points in 40 games. He had 50 and 81 last year. So it's not very good. Uh, but I wonder, is him, Sam Gagne strikes me as the kind of guy who can make some noise in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be doing better than he's doing in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. He'd be cheap. I don't think Pittsburgh has that much to give up. That, to me, is a sleeper match made in heaven. Vancouver's looking to unload him. I mean, when, when I saw that contract signed in the summer, it was, who was it? It was like him, Burmistrov, and there was another guy, Del Zotto. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Penguins should be calling about all those guys. Well, not Burmistrov, but uh, Del Zotto and Gagne. If the Vegas Golden Knights are for real. The vegan Golden the Knights. Vegan Knights. Are they the only ones who can truly afford to pay the price of an Eric Carlson, a Drew Doughty, or an Oliver Ackman Larson? Dude, they have in eight, trade over $8 million bucks in cap space, 28 picks over the next three years. Like They can afford whatever they want. It's nuts. It's nuts. And most of the team is UFA after this year. That's the other thing. But watch, they get all these big name guys and then they start to suck. Because <laughs> that's that's how hockey works. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, Vegas still has too many guys. Way too many. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. They I could still unload. Know. They could still trade away guys that they're not using. Like retain salary on Jason Garrison, who's just chilling in the minors. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, I, I would call Vancouver if I was Pittsburgh. Interesting thought on Ottawa, and this comes from 30 thoughts or 31 thoughts. Ottawa's situation has made has been made even more complex by the conditions on the first rounder they sent to Colorado in the Duchesne deal. Yep. Bad. This bad, is so bad. Bad. The Senators can protect it if it's in the top 10, but then they have to give up their 2019 no matter what. So no chance the organization even thought this would be an issue. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Because be that prevents you. How, well, it could be. And how do you... How do you rebuild? Hmm. How do you rebuild? The next year when you get the first overall pick? Because you finished last? I mean, okay, you lose the first pick. You lose Carlson. Well, you lose a top four pick. You lose Carlson. Next year you finish last, so you pick fourth at worst. That's how you rebuild. So it's going to take a while. What about... But you can't survive that long because you're Ottawa, so you relocate. What if you're Ottawa... It's bad, man. If you're Ottawa, is there a chance that you can trade Duchesne to the to the Penguins? Oh, my God. No. Oh. Retain salary. Oh. Can't do that. Can't do that? No. Why? Logistically, oh. you can't do that. You can't? It'd be, a, it'd be a smart thing to do, but logistically, nope. You might as well move the franchise. 
Oh man, what, I think it what, makes. Could, don't hang on to him. What would even go the other way? Oh, Adam. Oh no. And so what if it is Latang? No. Then you've got Carlson, Fanuf, Latang, and Cece as your top ah! four defense. That's not bad. No. That's not bad at all. <laughs> you can't. You can't just undo that. You have to stick it out. Gives you the money to well, take these backseats. Yeah, Matt no. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad trade, and I think Matt Duchesne's play is proving that. But you got to accept it. Boy, do Take I not understand what the hell happened there at all. They gave up way what too if, much. What if there are two guys that, that need a, a switch, so you trade Patch Ready for he, Duchesne? He just up. got his switch. I know, but he doesn't need a switch. <laughs> what, what, what's, he got the switch. What are his points at? What's, what's his... Uh, okay, so you know how we've talked about, like... It's nice that the Leafs have guys like Connor Brown and Mitch Marner and Zach Hyman, like homegrown guys, grew up as Leaf fans. And isn't it great that guys who grew up as Leafs fans and watched them suck forever are part of the Renaissance? The Renaissance. What makes them good again? Matt Duchesne got his heart broken, I think, by his childhood team. His heart broken. But what initiated that trade in the first place? Him. No, I'm pretty sure it was him. Why, though? I don't know. That's the one thing, the Matthew he, Shane thing that I don't understand is why did he ask for He a didn't trade? believe in the direction and he thought they would suck. And now okay. look at Colorado challenging for a playoff spot. That's not a terrible team. It's nuts. It's nuts. Got some Matt Duchesne numbers. This reminds me of, remember when the Raptors Just traded a moment, Rudy? Jesse. Yeah, sorry. Remember when the Raptors traded Rudy Gay and got better? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, and, and fucked up the Kyle Lowry trade that they were supposed to make, right? Weren't they trying to trade him? And and then the trade got rejected or something at the last second. Like I think they almost traded him to New York. Yeah, they almost yeah they almost completed a Kyle Lowry trade and then it didn't happen. And then it fell through, and I think New York rejected yeah. it or something like that. Thank God. Yeah. And then they made yeah. the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. No, that was unbelievable. They were one of the best teams in the league for like the last what was it, fifty sixty games of mm-hmm. the season. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. And have gotten better since. Uh, Jesse, go ahead. Seven goals, eight assists. All season. What's it? That's it. How many since he got to Ottawa? Uh, sorry, nine assists. Uh, since he's been with Ottawa, three goals, three assists. In how many games? 23. Go home! Stop it! What? That's his Ottawa oh stats, yeah. Holy shit! You know what's going to happen in Ottawa? They're not going to do anything, but they're going to fire They're going to fire their coach. And I hate to say it because I, I like him a lot. Matt Duchesne shooting a 5.9. While in Ottawa. Oh, that'll get better. <sighs> that will get that'll, better. That'll more than double. Let's hope soon. But even <laughs> if it just doubled. <laughs> Let's hope. Even if it doubled, how many shots is he taking? Well, no, it would, it would just double the amount of goals. So he would have, what was it, nine points? Yeah, well, he's got three goals with Ottawa. Yeah, so he would have six goals, three assists? Yeah. Holy Santa <laughs> Are Claus. Are you even happy with Shit. that? No. <laughs> Yeah, seven goals in 37 games, nine assists. What on earth is going on there? What is going on there? And his time on ice in Colorado was 15 point or 15 minutes and 46 seconds. And in Ottawa, it jumped to 18-18. And his numbers dude, went down. Shane. He's too good. Maybe he's way not. Too, dude, this guy was on Team Canada at the World Cup a couple years ago. Maybe the system isn't working for him. Well, it's not working for the whole team. I think it's a system between the years isn't working. What is that? 
That's crazy. That's oh. too good a player. That's far too good a player to be playing like that. Wow. And then watch him go to Pittsburgh and wreck world. <laughs> Dude, if Ottawa were to trade Duchesne at this point, would they have to retain salary? Does it matter? Yeah. He's only on next broke, year. So, Well, if they did, they're going to get a huge package back. I, if I were them, I would rather retain salary than take on a Chris Letang salary. You can't trade Matt Duchesne. You, oh. tr- you traded for him. This, like, a couple of months ago. Not even, like, two months? Yo, how long did it take? It took zero seconds for this trade to suck. <laughs> and look at Kyle Turris. He's doing great. <laughs> it's still just being Kyle Turris in, in Nashville. <laughs> and every draft pick Colorado got is already the greatest player ever because it's a draft pick, so it's all good. <laughs> yep. You know? Let's, okay, it worked out for here's them. a question. Yeah. <laughs> is this so bad that as Leafs fans... You feel bad. I feel bad for yeah. I feel bad because yeah. for Matt Duchesne. I feel a little bit bad for Matt Duchesne, but I mean, Jesus, dude, this is your opportunity, and you're blowing it here. But maybe that's why we feel bad. I guess because we're empathetic people. Yeah, you don't want people to blow their opportunity. Um, but I feel bad. Like, if this team really, really stinks for let's say four years, does Ottawa lose the Senators? It seems like right now, it's weird. They, no Leaf fan should want that. They're not good. You don't want to lose one of your biggest rivals. Yeah, but... That's fun! The Battle of Ontario! It went from they were one goal away in overtime from, from the, the Stanley Cup final. How to all of a sudden we're, we're talking 40 games later. Literally 40 games later, we are talking about them moving. What happened? <sighs> it's literally every single dumbass in that room. And I'm not talking... Like, Eugene on down. Has been it has been bad all the way through, rotten all the way through, and it, might, it makes me wonder if this was always bubbling under the surface, and Brian Murray always just was able to keep a lid on it, and and able to hold the ship together, because it's know. it's unbelievable how this has just gone. Poof. They got pretty incredible goaltending. Sure, like, dude, the Hamburglar one. Who uh, doesn't the Hamburglar get, run was so stupid. But who doesn't get incredible goaltending? Oh, you mean oh, you mean the Hamburglar? Well, I'm run. talking about that. But then last year. Like Craig Anderson, whole, dude. They used three guys and they were all great. Or, uh, but who makes it and, to the uh, final Anderson four? Anderson and Condon were great. Who makes it to the final four and doesn't have incredible goaltending? Is there a weak goaltender? No, but what I'm trying to say is they were propped up. Okay, by it. but but I, I saw Hoffman and Bobby Ryan was Bobby Ryan again. Mark and Stone, Stone, and Carlson on a broken foot, and Broussard. What is happening? Even Alexander Burroughs. Even he wasn't that bad. Who did Burroughs have more ga- more points in the same amount of games after he was traded to Ottawa last year than Duchesne has now? I, I think I, he I did. I'm going to say probably. I'm going to go with probably because I think it didn't he have like a two goal debut or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Poor guys, man. Alexander Burroughs, last season, with Ottawa, he played 20 games. So that's less than Duchesne has played. Yep. Oh, I'm not going to like this. Duchesne played 23 games. Had six points. Oh, boy. Duchesne, three goals, three assists. That's yep. correct. Alexander Burroughs had six goals, five assists. Stop it this instant! No! Oh, that's not good. Boy. No! That's not good. 
And his time on ice was 13 minutes. So. <laughs> They're so boned. Oh. Unless they start winning. Unless, yeah, unless hockey happens. Yeah, if they start winning. Unless hockey happens. If Matt Duchesne. Ah, Vegas is leading. If Matt they're Duchesne starting in the NHL this year. Oh, yeah, they're fine. If Matt Duchesne picks it up and they start winning, mm-hmm. all they, this goes away. They play yeah. the Leafs like three more times a season, just 7 nothing. Where do they sit in standings? Ottawa? Oh, they're bottom five. Oh. Yeah, they are right above Buffalo. Three <gasps> points ahead of the Buffalo Sabres for last place. Oh, in the East. In the East. And then Arizona. Uh, for, so they're for, third last in the NHL. Did you guys see the Mark Spector's article on Sportsnet.ca today? Oh, oh so much boy. better than the Oilers just quit. Oh. So much better than the Oilers just quit. Okay, so I'm trying to pull up the... So, oh, I, I need you to read that there's headline. A, uh, there's a handy chart in there about Here. teams... First, let me, let me say the headline first. Okay, go ahead. The headline is, is, is another dreadful performance sees the Oilers season swirling the bowl. <laughs> uh, Arpin Basu from the the Athletic Montreal was just like, man, I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, one. good one, right? Anyway, Jesse, your chart. Sorry, buddy. So the, yeah, there's a chart in that article about yeah. the most improbable <laughs> runs to the playoffs from teams who were in a terrible position on December 31st mm-hmm. of the last seven years. The most improbable playoff run was the Buffalo Sabers, who sat on December 31st ten points. Back of a playoff spot. Ooh. What and year was made, that? That was 2010. I don't even remember who was on that team. Okay. Uh, the Dan next Green. one was eight points back. St. Louis Blues. That was 2008. Oh, those last 10 years. 2008, they made the playoffs after being eight points back. And then the Caps, Jackets, Wild, Ducks in 07, 13, 14, and 15 all made the playoffs after being seven points back. And the Oilers are how many points back, Jesse? And the Oilers are currently sitting... At 37 points, and Anaheim in the last spot is at 46. So that so since 20 since 2007, only one team who's been nine points back has made the playoffs. And Anaheim's starting to get guys back too. And that was the Sabers who did it in 2010. So it, oh the boy. odds are impossible. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Canada. I, Poor Canada. Six teams from Canada made the Stanley Cup playoffs. Zero. Six. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> like, Winnipeg and Toronto and Calgary. Calgary. Calgary is in and right Winnipeg now. And Winnipeg was the one that missed last year. No, Vancouver missed too. Vancouver missed? Vancouver missed. Vancouver missed. Oh, uh, yeah, Did sorry, Winnipeg make it? It was five of seven. Five, five, five of seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. My bad. And Winnipeg should have made it. They were good enough. They just had terrible goaltending. Now they're leading the Central. That's nuts. Crazy. It's expected. It's what should have been. They finally have goaltending. Imagine, but anyway, imagine the Jets buy at the deadline and get Shifley back. That could be a really good team, man. A really good team is a really good team. Is we a really know, good. We team. should yeah, also sorry. note that Montreal is eight points back. Oh, so no. well, I believe. Uh, listen, I believe the Oilers run more than I would believe a Montreal run. I still feel like the Leafs control their own destiny, and if when they just. Decide to be the Leafs for God's sake. <laughs> They'll be fine. Not fucking around. No, no, you know, don't fucking around. <laughs> Sorry, you're bad. It's terrible. It needs work. Listen, <laughs> I can teach you. Listen, I. No yeah. <laughs> that was really nice of you to say it needs work because it it's work. objectively it's bad. But I see potential. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's a good supportive friend. You know, you're a you know you're a talented man. You're a good young man. And I see uh I see a bright future for you. If you just take the opportunity, the opportunity will be there for you. 
Um, something that I want to ask, I'm just going to ask this question and I want to know, will this bother you? Jesse, yes, does sure. this bother you? Easily. Mm, easily. Yeah, because yeah, we're easily bothered here. But. I'm already upset. The Skylin! Sorry. The JVR 20,000 goal stick will sit <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. Remember that the Hall of the 20,000 goal stick was scored on the least 20,000 goal. 52 of those came in a shootout. No, they didn't. 52 of those were shootout wins. Oh, shootout wins. So they're, they're well over 20,000 if we're doing shootout goals. Their goals. But nothing matters. The goals. Nothing. Shootout wins, by the way, count towards no goals. As a goal. They count as a goal, but they don't count as a goal for the player, just the team. Right. Which I think is very bourgeoisie. I'd be very upset with that if I was the proletariat of the sport. Totally. T- team getting credit for the player's work. Totally, Adam Wilde comparison. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, that is going to stay, that will be in the Hall of Fame, even though the Leafs have about, I think it's, I think it's in the 30s now, 30 more goals yeah. to their actual 20,000th goal. If I am the Toronto Maple so Leafs, bothered. do I not just say, can we just wait for the real one? No. Because if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, that was the 20,000th goal. And it happened against the Canes, which was the 100th. And it happened in the centennial game. too perfect. I hate it. I hate it so much. Does it bother you, Jesse? Not so much. I can't, you're you know. Wrong. <laughs> you're wrong to not be bothered by this. <laughs> Wins are not goals. Jesse. It is your goal to win, but Jesse a win has, is not a goal. Jesse has the right to speak here. Let him finish. Sure. I have a good friend, and his name is Adam Wilde. Uh-oh. And he taught me a long time ago about expecting things from people. And if you expect, if you don't expect much, you won't be disappointed. I have and, said that. And the NHL, I expect them at this point to be dumb. <laughs> and they've decided to count goals a certain way. And I've accepted it because it is a dumb league. So if you want to count it as a 20,000th goal, 20,000th goal... Then go ahead, count it, count your heart out because that's the way you are. I can't wait for tomorrow when you get a press release, and the NHL has announced that assists are now called flarns, it's just and goals are called doesn't matters. It's just a and name. And points are called pointy dues. It's just a name. They could change the name. Saves are called hoorays. <laughs> what a hooray by Anderson! Glove hooray by Anderson! I don't know why you're making the league more fun. The that NHL sounds hilarious. hilarious. The NHL would the never do that. <laughs> that actually sounds hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Murray with the patch stack yippee. <laughs> they should say that anyway. Yeah. Every, what are you talking about? Every different part of your body is a different name for a save. <laughs> There's no saves. It's just your a glove save is a whoopee. Have you ever watched? Have you watched? Sorry, keep going. A pad save. <laughs> keep going. Is a Yuki going what? <laughs> Sorry, fin- please finish your your thought there. And a blocker save <laughs> is a. Have you, do you watch the Raptors much on TV? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, so basketball coverage is very different from hockey coverage. Hockey coverage, you got to be serious and stern all the time. And blah, blah. basketball coverage is fun. They actually like you know, there's guys out there. They're having fun. Jack they're Armstrong. laughing. They're great. Yeah, Jack Armstrong's the best. But the guy, so, and I forget his name. So nice to the interns. I forget the I forget the guy who actually calls the games, the play by play itself. Matt oh, Devlin. Yeah. Matt Devlin. So whenever someone gets a three pointer at all, he's like, 
CJ Miles from Brampton. Yeah. You know, and he's always all like the suburbs. He's naming yeah. all the suburbs. He does right? a great job. And and you he's know, like running out of them from Welland, <laughs> too Peterborough. Far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so too far. you're thinking that maybe you you're saying what you just said reminded me that I was watching the Raptors and Caprice was on on her phone just you know whatever mm. doing whatever. And she's like, wow, all these players are Canadian. That's really cool that the Raptors are <laughs> hiring all these Canadian guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I didn't know DeMar DeRozan was a Canadian. Well, he's not, but he's from... <laughs> Isn't that great? Anyway, Canadian random, province of Compton. Random story. Random story. And... Also Philadelphia. Uh, McDavid, Subban, Ovechkin, and Stamkos are named the All-Star um, captains. I sa- I saved this for last. Lowry is from Philadelphia. But you went with Demar, and then you said Compton, and then you said also Philadelphia. Because I forgot to say Lowry first. You didn't say that. I got excited. Okay. McDavid, Subban, Ovechkin, Stamkos. <laughs> I tried to be like I know Raptors. All-Star captains. Did Hi. you catch them? Hi, Adam. Name them. Uh, St- uh, Stamkos. Mm-hmm. Subban. Mm-hmm. Fucking West Canada, biggest star. In the McDavid mm-hmm. and probably a Blackhawk. No. no, because Subban. So Doughty. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Who's in the Pacific? Should be someone from McDavid, Vegas. Subban, Ovechkin, oh, wait, the Stamkos. McDavid, Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Is the one missed. I yeah. missed. So you weren't even in the right, <laughs> yeah, you, right hemisphere. <laughs> anyway, those guys are the all-star captains, and I saved this for last because literally, who cares? Yeah, who gives a? I mean, it's nice that Stephen Stamkos at home in Tampa will be the captain of an all-star team. I think that's cool. If the all-star game were in Toronto, I would want it to be Austin Matthews. That is, in one sound, that's the perfect reaction. <laughs> Can you do that again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, not angry. Uh. Just relative indifference. The fans who go always have a great time. That's sure. what All-Star Games... All-Star Games are for the city that hosts the game. Bingo. For it's the a terrible fans TV attendance. event for everyone. It doesn't matter because you're not there, and it's fun for the fans. No. Jesse, in the words of Pierre Maguire, if you didn't like the All-Star Game, you don't like hockey. Oh, sh- Actual stop. thing he said once. Well... Uh, and, by the way, that All-Star Game was terrible. Um, Wait, which one? Oh, all of them. Oh, fair. I could use literally the only the non John Scott ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. No, uh, the so I went to the one in Columbus in 2015, the f- the last non John Scott one, and uh, the sh- skills competition was super fun. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's it was always the Tyler fun. Sagan versus Phil Kessel race. That was cool. When uh, they traded Sagan for Kessel or whatever, that was cool. Yeah, that was, was funny. That was fun. And then that night, everyone went out and had a good time. Sure, that was fun. Then the All Star Game comes, and it's just a shitty hockey game while hungover. And it was in Columbus, so every time there was a goal, they fired that freaking cannon. <laughs> And wouldn't you know it, they broke a record for goals. (laughs) There were over 30 of them, as a matter of fact. And it scared the children. Kids are screaming and crying. Adults are holding ice packs to their heads and having a hair of the dog. No one had a good time. Are the kids actually screaming and crying with the cannons? Yeah, you saw Did you see that? Dude, this is only good for the YouTube version, but I saw at least one kid do the... Okay. Fritto's about to wreck! (laughs) <laughs> and then you see what their... What did you yell? 
For those, those about, about drag, drag, it's the ACDC song with the oh, cannons. I, I had no idea what you, you were doing. You didn't yelling. know that's what they did? No, no. idea. For those about drag! Okay. <laughs> and I hope that was loud in your ears because it was loud in mine. And you see the kid, they do the wide-eyed. There's a level of fear where your body's just like, freeze! And that's what the kid did. And then you saw them very slowly snap out of it. <laughs> and then they would go into that... <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Where they have to take a breath, but they're still yeah, kind the, of. The, but the, they're doing the the sign. <laughs> yeah, like laughing like the lion from uh, from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, it was and yeah. All the uh, the adults that didn't have kids were hungover. The adults that did have kids were getting screamed at, and there were some adults that were both. And I don't think any of the adults had a good time. I think the kids were terrified. The only kids who, the only people who had a great time were kids between like 14 and nine. Nine, you're a little too old to be scared by the cannon. 14, you're a little too young to be resentful and pessimistic of things. True. True. 15, life's over. This is no. <laughs> Everything sucks. I'm going to start painting my fingernails black. Tell my parents that they suck. That's right. Well, um, so the All-Star Game will Sorry. release more names of people that made whatever team they're on, and good for them. And we can argue about it. That, no. I'm looking forward to that. That is one thing I will not do. Why? Uh, because, listen, there are things that can be debated. Uh-huh. Potential trades or um, uh, what teams take in expansion drafts and whether a contract for a player is too much or too little or whatever. But I am not going to debate anyone over an all-star game selection. Who cares? I'm going to come And if you find I'm yourself, no, no, here. if you find yourself, you know, no. I did get mad once when PK was not allowed into the all-star game, which was bullshit because he, didn't he win the oh, Norris that year? There's a, there's a little crack. There's a, there's a crack. It's fair. It's fair. I'm going to, okay, when they announce the all-star rosters, I'm going to bring in six Red Bulls. Two for each of us. <laughs> We're going to, smash both of them on our heads, chug them, and debate the rosters. And we're going to do it. We'll see, we'll see if that we don't gonna feel passionately. Terrible. This is be terrible content. It's going to be brutal. You'll see how, if you don't feel passionately about William Carlson being snubbed. If you find yourself on Twitter or on Instagram or on Reddit in an all-star game debate about who should have made it and who didn't. Stop it. Stop. Get some help. Michael Jordan. Stop and do something else. Yes. Just do something else. Agreed. Right? Fair? Not, no one cares. Doesn't matter. You, okay, you know what? You're free to do whatever you want. And you could do that. But consider this. You could, even easier, not do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's yeah. all I have to say on okay, the matter. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, hey, uh, there's a wrestling video that Steve needs to watch, apparently, according to Jesse. Now, this is only really good for the YouTube version. However, I guess our reactions are going to be one more hockey thing. Oh, one more hockey thing. Uh, tomorrow night, the Montreal Canadiens play the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> tomorrow night's game between the Habs and Lightning will mark Sergachev's 40th game played this season. Do you know why that's important? Yes, I do. As a result, the conditional 2018 second to Tampa and the 2018 sixth to Montreal round draft picks included in the Duran Sergachev trade will remain with their respective teams. What are the odds? So, so it's just Drew N for Sergeyev straight up. 
the draft picks they traded are now nullified because Sergachev is going to play tomorrow in Montreal. Wow. That's, That's pretty good. Cool. That's crazy. It's a little too perfect. Also, he's freaking sick. Yeah. <laughs> On that second goal, holy. He's unreal. How do they have Victor Hedman and him? And, and Strawman. Strawman. Bergevin. Bergevin. <laughs> and the Leafs. The Leafs being dumb. Jeez. Strawman could have been ours the whole damn time. Well, nah, Strawman's a complicated case. Um, so this wrestling video, uh, this all comes about because Steve looked at me and said, hey, man. <laughs> so your wedding's on the 27th. And I just, need, more importantly, I just need to know if there's anything planned for the next day because Royal Rumble's on and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> it's going to be the first all women's one. And I'm pretty sure Ronda Rousey's going to be in it. That's the hot rumor. And to which Jesse said, I hate wrestling. Wrestling <laughs> I, sucks. And he's wrong. I don't want to bash wrestling because a lot of people who listen to this show are big wrestling fans. By bashing wrestling, you're a wrestling fan. Because that's all wrestling fans do. Say how bad they do bash wrestling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I saw this video. Didn't we go to Raw together? Twice. Oh, you guys did. We yeah. did. You didn't. I, did I didn't say I hated it. Oh. I did not. I enjoyed, I enjoyed going. I won't watch it. Or was it SmackDown? Because I saw one of each this year. Yeah, did we go to both? Yeah, we went to both together. Jesus, Adam. I sat beside you. I know. <laughs> There's a video from Ring of Honor Wrestling. Mm. Okay. Oh, man. This is the younger. So, th- these and, are like the minor leagues, right? Uh... Sort of. There's a lot of smaller promotions, uh, smaller than WWE, but they're supposed to be very good. And if you if you're listening, uh, you can head to our YouTube channel. Check this out. I will do my best to describe it well. There is a man in what I can only describe as black underwear. He flipped a man in pink pants. Okay, nope. I'm I'm done now. <laughs> what is that? what? That's so stupid. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever what was seen. That? <laughs> They're air kicking each other. They're they... drop kicking each other. This is theater of the absurd. No, what's happening right now? Okay. This No. What was that? So okay, eight <laughs> wait, one, two, three, four, five, six people drop kicked each other at the same time. And all of them to got no up. Effect. All of them got up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesse, like, you can't just be like, look at the shittiest thing of all time. And that's what all of wrestling is. Like, he, what the f- he, he goes for a clothesline. The whole thing. And the guy flips over it. Look, oh, oh, oh okay. no, I tried to close. Oh, I went for a clothesline too. Mm. Nope. Drop the whole kick one. thing is a botch. Drop kick botch. two. <laughs> botch. Every guy gets botch. together and they all do drop kicks together. Botch. That is the dumbest thing ever. That's that's like a oh bad God, 90s God. video game trying to do wrestling. Ugh. Wrestling is it's way, hard. It's hard because <laughs> all of those guys did incredible <laughs> athletic things and all of it sucked. <laughs> All of it sucks. Like, it needs to be cool. It doesn't just need to be athletically impressive. It needs to be cool as well. So here's, here's the thing. That Jesse, was the can opposite you, of cool. When you upload this show on YouTube, yeah. can you upload this clip separately? Sure. So at least people can see it right away. Or just give a time marker. Time marker works. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. and then I'll cut it after. Like, like, what the Friday. hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see one more time? 
No. <laughs> I'm upset I saw it twice. <laughs> you started like, bashing it, it five seconds in, and then it just gets worse. <laughs> it starts off bad and gets so much. But like, what was that? That's the worst part of the arm flip. <laughs> it gets funnier. This is a three-way tag team match. This is supposed to be the most high-flying, crazy, incredible <laughs> thing. I don't know, man. They Not were all off the ground at the same time. Not one takes a bump. <laughs> Not one. They all remain unscathed. Also, I'm pretty sure at the very end they made a mistake because this guy is holding up his fist, it looks like, to his teammate. <laughs> Oh, he's st- What's oh, hilarious? They made a mistake. When they go for the six-way, <laughs> do they make a mistake doing a six-way dropkick team? Just his crying was tears. a mistake. Also, technicality. <laughs> While they were all kicking each other in the air six different ways, two of the guys were standing beside each other, oh my God. <laughs> kicking I, the wrong direction. And you just There's know before the match, they were like, "We're gonna blow off everyone's fucking socks with this. They're gonna, they're gonna go nuts." I would love to hear the crowd audio of what's going on. Is there audio? I need to hear this. With the elite over to the UK. Nice running scissor. Gets out of it. Look at this. Matt Jackson. This is a takeover. No, pops out of it with a handspring. Sweeps the leg. Flip. Look at that flip counter. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Look at this. <laughs> Every every Six member of that audience picks. who screamed is lying to themselves. Yeah, yeah, no. that they, was so bad. That was really bad. Adam and I saw one of the matches of the year when we saw Raw. We yeah. saw Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, when Seth Rollins decided to jump off of all of the Air Canada Center. That Chris was Jericho cool. interfered. That was crazy. That was a great match. And then, who did we get to see? Jinder Mahal face. Was yep. it a, was it Randy Orton? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's, that was a pretty decent match. We got to see some good matches. I thought you were calling him Jinder Mahal face. I'm like, I don't think that's what they call him. It's Jinder oh. Mahal. <laughs> Adam face. Jesse face. I need to hear your thoughts anyway, on wrestling face. Anyway, Jesse doesn't like uh, wrestling, I, it's so hate tweet him. I don't like it. I don't understand it. Okay, here's what I need you to do. Send Jesse the longest responses you possibly can about why he should like wrestling. Make sure they're extremely long. What are you doing? Adam, I need you to stall because I'm going to show Jesse another video. Jesse, Steve's going to show you another video, so I'm supposed to stall. What do you want to talk about? I want to ask you some questions. Me, personally? Yes. Okay. First of all, Mm -hmm. what did you have for breakfast this morning? I had uh, poached eggs on uh, avocado and toast because I'm a millennial. (laughs) What are you looking at? (laughs) What? <laughs> you thought you thought that was stupid, Jesse. Just you wait. Oh, here we go. Are you gonna prove to my point more? <laughs> that wrestling's stupid? Oh no, he does not do that. Oh no! No! Alright, okay. show him. So I'm out is, of tears. This is a viral yeah, clip. So everyone who I please put this in the video, but if yeah. if you forget or whatever, everyone what I what I typed in. To get to this clip was wrestling penis twist <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Jesse, I just I just want to show you. All right, so there's a guy with bleach blonde hair and some guy who looks like Captain America with a mustache. And the guy who the, the guy with blonde hair has grabbed Mustache Man by the penis, but Mustache Man is flexing angrily and using his penis strength. Sorry, it's one of those videos where a guy like oh, reacts guys, to the reacts. video. Oh my god. I know it's stupid. Ah! 
Ah, look at this. No, have mercy on me. <laughs> and he flips. Oh him with my his god! <laughs> he flips him. He flips him with his penis. He flipped the guy with his penis. Adam, I just. Yeah, wait, wait I a have second. to see this. <laughs> oh wait, the guy with the penis flipped the other guy who was grabbing it. Yeah, yeah. he didn't. I thought, he, I thought he threw around with no. it by the dick. No, the guy grabbing the guy's dick got flipped wow. because the guy with he, the penis swung his dick so hard <laughs> that it flipped the guy grabbing See, it. This is what it, this is what happens when you don't skip leg day. Well, Which is part of your penis. Stand, and people right? try to tell me no, no, that wrestling no. is fun to watch. <laughs> it is. I mean, that was kind of funny. <laughs> when Triple H doesn't win every time. Uh, Look, wrestling has flaws, I don't, okay? I don't understand. When you reach a certain age. I used to watch wrestling. Yeah, me too. As a child. Mm -hmm. Because you see these giant men do these crazy athletic feats. And you appreciate the storylines because you like half believe them. And when you grow up, you realize it's a scripted mess most of the time. Yeah. Because the scripts can never go right. No. They can never do what they're supposed to do. No. Yep. So often it's like they have a perfectly, yep. amazingly scripted thing. Yes. And then it's like dude breaks his leg mid-match. Dude gets a concussion three sec like three minutes into the match. Like there's so many stories where it's like so-and-so is like being told orders mm -hmm. mid-match like you're supposed to do this now because he forgets everything because he got knocked unconscious and then the actual matches when you know they're fake when you've been watching wrestling oh, for fake, years Jesse? they're fake Jesse you see how just unrealistic an actual fight that is in comparison to an actual fight like if you watch the UFC oh and then you watch wrestling Holly Holm, what a chin, by the way. What do you do? Stood up to Chris Cyborg. Um, why, why is this entertaining? Explain to me. Represent. In as many words as possible, please. Make Jesse read. every wrestling fan who's listening to this and yelling at me mm -hmm. and telling me that I'm wrong. Mm. Tell me why I'm wrong, Steve. I, I think you should have asked this question six months ago when you were face-to-face -face with, even shaking hands with, Eric Young. One of the NXT uh, tag team champions. Yes, sir. I shook his hand. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't ask him that, did you? You didn't tell him wrestling sucks, did you? I, I never said wrestling sucks. I if he had asked me if I enjoy watching wrestling, I would tell him I don't understand it. Maybe he thinks Tim and Sid's social media sucks. How about that, <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> How about that? See, Steve is interneting right now. He doesn't have a compelling argument. He's just trying to be hurtful. No, it's ad hominem. No, it is. It's still <laughs> fun to watch. What takes some of the fun out of it is—is is it the penis twisting? <laughs> that or the six-way air kicking, <laughs> drop kicking? There's a double, lot. Of, they, I love how they call it a double drop kick, by the way, because two feet are in the air, not one. Yeah, because because I'm pretty sure a drop kick is two feet in the air, but it's a double drop. Uh, who kick, cares? Bro. Who cares? But they're also it's things. a whoopee and a yippee, <laughs> a yippee. and a yippee. things that would never be practical in a fight. No, <laughs> you can't. No, you can't drop kick someone. Did I uh, did I tell you about when I went to a martial arts place near my house? No. I, I went to one thing, mm -hmm. and about five minutes in, I'm like, I've made a mistake. But I'm gonna go through the whole hour just to see how far this goes. So we're we're like I like I have a partner 
And they're like, all right, so the first thing you're going to do, don't actually do it, but the first thing you're going to do is you're going to spit. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at a self-defense class. <laughs> I'm not spitting on anyone in a fight. They're, okay, you're going to spit, and you're going to knee in the groin, <laughs> and then you're going to... And wow. one, of the, one of the hits they showed me, and this is going to be much better on the YouTube version, but... Like most of this show right now, yeah. everybody's yeah, the podcast many, is so We're pissed. doing too many videos, so stuff, I'm, yeah. I'm coming at Adam now. All right, Adam, I got my, my two fists. I'm ready to go. And what's going to happen is I'm going to swing around with my right hand, and I'm going to come down in you like this with all my fingers together, and I'm going to, I'm going to like hit you in the neck with like my index finger knuckle. Why? Great question. Because he's never doing that in a fight. If you're going to swing around and hit someone, hit them. I am punching them. Yeah. Full fist in the face. Yeah. In the mouth. Right in the, in the jaw. nose. No, you hit them in the jaw. Yeah. Right in the jaw. jaw. Yeah, that's the mouth. I, wh- I'm not going to finger flick. The, the only way that might help is they might stop the attack to be like, did you just flick me with your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of like the Austin Powers, like judo chop, and then he, he doesn't know what he's doing. But yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's, <laughs> it was a very strange experience in my life. Hey, should we do the press conference? Can yes. I show you one more? <laughs> oh, oh my no. God. Guys! The podcast ended 20 minutes ago for no, most people. No. Uh, I just got a text from Mrs. <laughs> Dangle, almost done. Do you uh, want to see one more video? I'm, d- I'm just going to text back. Yes, then. Oh, one of the wrestlers kissed the other, and he looks very upset about it. And he kissed him back, and the other guy looks very upset about it. Are they? Are these kiss attack? What the? F- they are kiss attacking this is- each other. <laughs> This is Japan, right? <laughs> Japan wrestling. Japan has fun with their wrestling, though. <laughs> they do. Japan is... Okay, this has gone on way too long. By the way, the hairstyles are fantastic. So, okay, the pecs are getting closer together. So I'm thinking this is just going to be a makeout session pretty soon. Nope. No? Oh, they, wow, he kissed him all the way to the mat! Yep. Oh, that kiss hurt. He knocked him down with this kiss. This guy's got powerful lips. Oh! And then he gave him a German suplex onto his own head that looked pretty dangerous. Oh my god, we got god, that now? Get Jesus. me out of this. Jesse's crying for the third time <laughs> this segment. The Presser SDP. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. Steve! It's Jesse. Did you know that the Vegas Golden Knights tweeted out your video? Yeah, that was neat. That was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Thought I'd bring that After up. we've criticized their Twitter account twice. That was... Uh, I think fairly. Yeah. Um, no, that was uh, <laughs> that was pretty neat. And then I got tagged in something today for like... I don't know. It was like some promotion for the Vegas Golden Knights. And six people were tagged in it and I was one of them. Oh. I was like, what? why? I, you I, did a video. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah. Not like cheering for them. I was very visibly upset in the video because my team lost to theirs. I think that's why they tweeted it out. No, yeah, there's fans. No, there. I got tagged in something else today that was like promoting, like, come to Vegas or something like that. No, mm. maybe it's because I'm not from Vegas. Mm. Or they maybe. saw how many Leaf fans poured their money into the city and were like, that's pretty cool. We want more of that. For Adam and Steve from Million Dollar Bash, who is the first Leaf player you trade away when starting a new GM mode in NHL? Hmm. Joffrey Lupo. Doesn't count. What? No, it doesn't count. Nobody, should, would, nobody would take him. He's uh, 
No, actually, you probably could. There should be like a ah, come on mode where like you can just like Nathan Horton's not there and Joffrey Lupul's not there. I, because I'm a nerd and care, I diminish all their skills to like 38, which is the minimum. So I can't like play with them or trade with them. them. And they just sit in the Marlies, scratched. And they don't complain because they suck. How do you (laughs) diminish? That's so. I would feel bad. Like I would. would, They're not playing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like Horton should be permanently. Gone, but uh, is Chris is Chris Pronger on the Coyotes in that game? He ought to be. Why is Nathan Horton on the Leafs and Chris Pronger isn't? And why was Pavel Datsuk no, not Horton's on the Coyotes? Not on the Leafs Martin Martin should be in the game. Oh, he's not. Horton's he's on, not. Is he on the Leafs? Yeah, yeah I think he's on the Leafs. Yeah. No, he's the, yeah, he's yeah, definitely. He, he's, yeah, I think he's in like the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, not I'm Roman Polak because I like guys who can uh, lay the body in the game. Although he is very slow, and that's a shame. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I haven't played BGM in a long time. You know what? You know what sucks. It used to be my favorite. What sucks is that when the team is good, you don't want to trade anyone. Mm. Like you know, there's guys like like okay, I would probably you know Freddie Goche up over Dominic Moore. I would like yeah, sure. yeah. You know what I mean? But like when the Leafs were bad, I wouldn't even bother with BGM mode in the normal thing. I would just do a fantasy draft. And I, yeah, I would do fantasy draft and I don't even care about like depth. Like, cause it just occurred to me, I was just like, yeah, I would have Freddie Goche over Dominic Moore, but I wouldn't trade Moore because like I would want the depth. No, when no. I get an injury in a video game, I'm like, I get like excited that I get to use like some bum on that line because I try to make that bum play really good. Yeah. I always pass the puck to the bum. <laughs> I, got, I want the bum to score. I want to get a hat trick with you the guy from the minors. Dominic Moore bum? No, I'm talking about call ups. Are you calling Ben Smith and and Miro Altonen and Freddie Goche bums? Competent bums. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. you cough. You cough up. Don't cough on that. Your inner hatred for Miro Altonen. Yeah. I don't know. I wish my answer was better, but I don't have a great answer for that because honestly, I, I try. It's weird, but I've, awesome had this, I've had this thing since I was a little kid. I like to keep the team as real as possible, at least when they're good. Yeah. At least when they're good. The correct answer is you immediately trade JVR, Komarov, and Bozak. And you get a haul. Do you? Yeah. What did you, what did you get? Because I have no feelings for my video game characters. Check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. Um, last question. It's January, so we have to do our next Stanley Cup predictions. Oh! Well, last episode I said Vegas versus Tampa. I uh, do not believe that. Uh, man... Still Tampa. Oh, definitely still Tampa. In the east. Uh, and I think Nashville in the west. I don't remember who I said last time. I think it was Tampa, I Nashville. Up. Somebody linked it. I'm on, still on the saying Tampa, page. Nashville, man. But I, how many... You guys are going to Tampa, Nashville again? <sighs> How's... I'm not going to change it just because like, I don't believe that anybody else can Who's can be beating those... Vegas? Nashville who? is beating Vegas. Are you sure? Yeah. Didn't, didn't Vegas just shut them out? Nashville's beating Vegas in the playoffs. Vegas is nuts. <laughs> Vegas is nuts. Vegas is nuts. Come on, man. Okay, I'm going to say... Don't buy Tam- that much. No, Tampa, Nashville, but I'm so close to saying Vegas. You're going Tampa, Nashville for two months in a row? Yes, but I'm so close to saying Vegas. Okay. Jesse, what do you say? <laughs> Vegas is so crazy. I'm going to go with... How is Vegas? Oh. How are we having this conversation? I'm going to go with Winnipeg again. Oh, I had Winnipeg pick. last month. Good pick. Very good pick. And last month I also had Washington. But uh, They're still in first. They are still in first. 
Man, I, th- I think I'm with you. I think Washington's going to have a great playoff because no one's talking about them. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure. They no brought pressure. people to Sam. Adam's convinced me. I'm gonna I think they're going to be great. I think Washington's going to go really far. Washington won a bag. Stanley Cup final. Washington, third round team this year. Whoa. First time in Ovechkin's career. Whoa. Never made it out of the second round. That's what I think. That's my hot take. My hot prediction. It's not really a take. Okay. So close to saying Vegas. Don't be like that. I'm not going to until February. <laughs> Don't be like that then either. Let okay. them play a year. When Vegas has like 80 points by, <laughs> by the beginning of February, I might change my mind. I'm just saying. Then you'll be the guy that picked Vegas. My birthday is March 12th. Will Vegas have clinched a playoff spot by then? Yes. <laughs> Probably. No, well, maybe. March 12th is early. Yeah, I know, and I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. How many points will they? Uh, Jesse's showing. Jesse, me more okay, we're wrapping it's it up. Wrestling, no, like, fake martial arts. <laughs> it's just one of those kung fu guys who's like, what YouTube channel is this? Oh, this is Joe Rogan. Joe, he loves Instagram. fake martial arts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. All right, we're wrapping it up. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. I think we're on, what, Tuesday, Thursday next week? Whenever the Leafs don't play, we have an episode about that. There you go. I think we're Tuesday, Thursday next week. We love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. So ridiculous. He's hurting those people. (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter, at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.